0: It's the uh, 5th of March 2012. This is show 49, Charlie Chomp of the Audio Podcast. Yay. Um
1: We're here in the Google Hangout 7 o'clock, as we are every Monday, and, and that's UK time. And today we're joined by Charlie Barnes. Hello. Hello, Hello. Charlie. <laughs> so um, we invited Charlie to join us because we're going to talk about the fact that he's, he's selling um, himself on eBay. <laughs>
2: way <laughs> yeah it's not quite that dodgy like <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> no i i like it i, I like that assessment so um I, I spotted this on on ebay um and i just thought it was an unmissable opportunity for us to in this and i'm a big fan of charlie having booked him for a gig before so uh, can you tell us a bit about what you're offering
2: uh yeah basically um i what happened was I have booked in a tour for the end of March and the start of April um, and there was, there was a day off slot that I couldn't fill and uh, there's kind of no real point having a day off on tour when you're not making any money so um, I decided that I would sell the day um, so that someone could have a living room concert um, so there's kind of different uh, £10 sort of checkpoints that the auction can reach and you get different things thrown into the deal for that so it's it it 's a kind of risky thing because i mean we we're in London the one day and then it's this living room eBay thing, and then we're like down south again the next day so if 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 the winning bidder is in like Glasgow or something it's going to be a bit of a nightmare, but it's all kind of part of the fun of it really
0: yeah uh, definitely so, so I see the bidding's currently at forty one pounds
2: yeah that that jumped up this afternoon because it was at about twelve quid for ages. <laughs> So that's pretty nice. So
0: at the moment they're getting the 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 gig plus a handmade data disc of the show with audio and video.
2: Yep, yeah. and uh, well, and, and a geek T shirt as well, a, a T shirt from uh, with the logo of the album that I did last year. And then when it gets past that, I start cooking people dinner and stuff like that, so it gets a little bit more fun.
3: <laughs> Charlie, are you a good cook? Is can can you sell this for us?
2: I I make a pretty mean risotto, uh, so <laughs> it it it, it pro- I should probably put a clause in that it will be a vegetarian meal, but uh <laughs> I don't know, but I hopefully won't be giving anyone salmonella or anything like that. That'd, that'd be ace. <laughs> Maybe that should have been an
0: extra subdivision. No no food poisoning guarantee, you know. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to get whoever wins to sign some massive contract or something.
0: Oh, that's that's great stuff. So um, is it the Geek album that you're touring as part of this tour?
2: Uh, sort of. Um, I mean, I've, I've done quite a bit of, of touring around uh, that album and there's the set list this time around is playing some of the tracks that I've always played from it and then a couple of others that I don't play quite so often. Um, but I'm playing a couple of new ones as well. because at the moment I'm working on uh, the follow up to Geek with, uh, with my band. So I've got a couple of songs from that that I can play live on my own, but then the rest of it we're sort of just putting together and working out at the moment.
0: Cool, that's awesome stuff. And what kind of music is it for people who don't know? Or is there a place where they can hear some music or?
2: Uh, the, the best place to hear it um, is Bandcamp. So, band ca- uh, CharlieBarnes.bandcamp.com or, or whatever the address is, something like that. Um, and that's got, you can hear the album in full um, and, and buy a digital copy of it. Um, it's kind of, I, I've always called it big morbid pop. So, it's kind of uh, sort of, a, 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 there's, people have described it as being like Scott Walker with a drum machine or th- that kind of thing. So, it's, it's kind of, you yeah, sort of big ballady, sort of doomy pop music but with this kind of experimental electronic kind of sound underpinning everything else. So there's stuff with vocoders and samples, but then there's also stuff with string quartets and brass sections at the same time. So it's, it's, it's quite a big sound.
3: And uh, do, you, do you know of many other people who've tried going down this route? I mean, I've heard of a few stories along the way of people auctioning off gigs and living room gigs and that. Have you any, any personal... Um... Have you come across it yourself personally before?
2: Uh, well, my friends, Ellen and the Escapades did a thing on Pledge Music to fund uh, their album that they're just about to release. Um, so the the Pledge Music thing works in a different way, where I think like you kind of set an amount that you need to achieve, and then yeah. people can buy different things from you to get towards that amount. So they. They were selling things like they'd record people a cover version of a song that they wanted, and they'd do some living room shows, and you could get signed copies of the record and that sort of thing. So that's worked really, really well for them because so it kind of got them the money that they needed. But my my one's a little bit more stupid and risky. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it's 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 a similar sort of thing. But I I think maybe like it's not been done quite so much on uh, on eBay, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, it should be fun. I've heard, I've done a yeah, living room right. show or two before. The, the I, I kind of got the idea because I played um, over in Darmstadt, uh, in sort of southern-ish Germany. I played a show in someone's kitchen at the end of a tour, and it was just amazing. And it was such a different vibe to your usual gig because you know there's there's no light in, there's no like alcohol license or anything. and no, You you're sort good. of you're, you're playing like kind of next to some shelves of cereal and a... And an oven and stuff like that, so it's a, it's a really different setting for a gig, but it, it worked really nicely. So I kind of wanted to try and do that.
3: Yeah, the atmosphere must be really great in you know, those kind of things. It's just, oh, it's,
2: it's brilliant. Like the, the, the whole kind of the it's it's like the the wall of, of performance is just completely broken down because you you you're sat next to people yeah. in their in their own home playing songs for them. So it's it's really good fun. It's right. quite challenging.
3: Do, do people do people build a party around it?
2: yeah the 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 one that I went to it kind of it sort of kicked off at like i don't know i guess seven or eight p m yeah. or something like that and you know they they had some food that you could eat and they had music playing and they'd, you know they'd put together some nice kind of mellow playlists and stuff and then me and the other guy played our sets and then everyone just sort of hung out and just it it, it was just like a house party then after yeah. that you know it was just people sitting around and talking and having a good time so i'm I'm hoping this will be a similar sort of vibe I'm going to actively encourage whoever wins it to just get as many people down as their house can uh, get away with and yeah, just absolutely. sort of just we'll relax and play some play some tunes and have a good time I think
3: like it should be
2: yeah it's it, it's sort of like your ultimate independent kind of thing you know there's there's no real promoter there's no um you know there's there's no security staff or or anything like that it's it, it's completely the opposite of all that it's just yeah, totally. it's a
3: complete lack of middlemen, to the point of being, there's there's nobody even between you and the audience, it's just you and the people in the room.
2: Yeah, exactly, it should be really nice,
3: I Yeah,
0: think. cool. Awesome stuff. Well, let, let's just uh, summarise it then, so am I right in thinking the auction ends on the 2nd of April?
2: Uh, no, that's, that's when the gig is. Uh, so the so the, the auction ends in 6, six days. days and 3 hours time. Um, so that's on on the eleventh of March, uh, somewhere towards midnight, um, and the the gig will be on the second of April.
3: I guess you're going to need some time to potentially plan your uh, your trip to wherever you have to go.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's certain clauses uh, in in it depending on how much the the thing gets up to, where people can obviously get you know printed t-shirts and prints of the geek artwork and like me hiring a piano into their house so I could have quite a lot of work cut out to uh <laughs> to get um, <laughs> get the whole thing together plus kind of having to plan the whole tour as well um but other than that I've just got to stick their address in uh, in my friend Ben's nav and we'll get there <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's awesome stuff i like that yeah, that's gonna be great. I'm, I've got loads of crazy ideas. of uh, I'm, yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: um, shall we shall we change the order of the notes and go from Charlie to Chomp, seeing as that's the title, and also it keeps the um kind of theme thing going a little bit. Or shall we come back to the Chomp later? No, know, no. Let, let,
0: let, let's say that's a suggestion. I like that, Sam. Uh, Charlie, thank th- th- thanks a lot for your for your time and coming in. If you want to hang out for the rest of the show, you're more than welcome to. If you if you're going to bail, that's cool as well. But uh, Charlie Barnes, we hope it goes well. Thanks, thanks
1: for having me, guys. guys. Cool and. The link to that eBay auction is on wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk
0: on the show notes, as always. Awesome stuff. Cool. So, Chomp, the affordable open-source MIDI controller.
3: Wow. On Kickstarter as well. Yet another interesting Kickstarter thing coming through.
0: Yeah. So this is a... um, Well, it's what it sounds like, an affordable MIDI controller. So um, the idea is it's anything to MIDI, and then from MIDI you can go into your computer or go to USB... And the idea being that you could use it to link air foot pedals or any sort of physical human interface device that you want to build. So
3: and they're selling for fifty dollars each. That's pretty cool. That's
0: well, they will be selling for fifty dollars each if they make it to their they make it to their goal.
3: And they're halfway up to the goal at the moment. They need another twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, more or less.
0: Yeah. So I, I thought that was a pretty cool project to encourage people to come and have a you know maybe to get involved. Well, to go have a look, if you're interested in it, then certainly you could fund it. Uh, we'll put some money into it. As always, Kickstarter is a great project for that kind of thing. Um,
3: is there much... I'm just, just kind of chewing through it now, no pun intended. Is there much here on, on how hackable the device will be? Although I imagine if it's open source, it's going to be fairly hackable.
0: Well, it's actually powered by an... It's actually going to be... The base of it is actually going ah. to be an Arduino.
1: Yep. Also, it is an Arduino shield type thing, is it?
3: Is it?
0: yeah 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 from from my understanding i'm purely okay. reading what's in there and i haven't had opportunity yeah. to contact them ahead of time like i sometimes do so um yeah
3: could you explain briefly what arduino shield means
1: i i could be using the the term wrong there but i think that the term is used for any physical card that plugs onto the arduino to make it do extra stuff Ah, uh, okay
3: so it's like an expansion for
1: the arduino board i think so yeah so you, you you're still going to be writing an arduino sketch i think they call yeah. gone and you're still going to be. You still need an Arduino, but it enables you to have extra stuff on top of it. So you get Ethernet shields and stuff like that. Is that? Would you agree with that, Scott? I don't. I don't do much Arduino stuff myself. I, so I.
0: I don't do any Arduino stuff. So I'm just going to. I, I think that sounds about right. My understanding is, it's that sort of thing. So.
3: I've touched an Arduino board once, and that sounds right to me.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. That's cool.
3: I, I'm really enjoying that. They even though. You know, with a lot of Kickstarter things, your basic entry point is you, you. If you help fund us, you get one of the things. But these guys, if the basic is fifty dollars, they're also allowing you to put in less money for that. They've got some nice things. They have really nice badges. I know this sounds stupid, but they have great looking badges for fifteen dollars input. Yeah, badges. I like badges. But <laughs> badges
0: <laughs> are always like great it. stuff. Cool. Shall we move on?
1: I think so. I think I'll just add in that I, looking down this, I, don't, I think it's it says it's Arduino compatible. I don't think they, I think that 50 quid will just get you plug your wires in and it will spit out MIDI. I don't think you need an Arduino. for So anyway, people can read it themselves and decide. And... Oh yeah, no,
0: it yeah, it's Arduino based in that you get an Arduino on the board which is the rest of the chomp. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, sorry I can clarify that point. Yeah, that's certainly my understanding is you don't need an Arduino. This kicks out MIDI which you then convert from you know, which you then plug into your computer. If you have an Atari, yeah. you could just plug straight into the side of it.
3: Yeah, that's yep. what I, That's how I understood it as well. That's awesome it stuff. Is. Um, I it guess was, while we,
0: it's not in the show notes, but you know, the, the while we're talking about open source hardware, the Raspberry Pi is was momentarily available to order and then completely <laughs> sold out. Indeed, I was, I was, yeah, I kind of thought about putting that in the show as well. I've, I was
1: watching that. I, I don't know how. How do you guys feel about that? I've had there's been I a lot of I hype. And I'm I'm quite excited about it. but I've, yeah. I've
3: put in my my expression of interest. I'm waiting for my opportunity to order.
1: Okay.
3: But I have a, I have specific tasks in mind for it that are, well, more than in mind. I have a thing that I could do much better if I had one of these. <laughs>
0: the thing that struck me about it is that, do you think the Raspberry Pi is just going to kill like the Arduino dead? Because it struck me that everything you can do with an Arduino, you can probably do with a Raspberry Pi, and a Raspberry Pi does an awful lot more for a lot less.
3: It probably will, and but that's no. There's nothing problematic about that. Yeah. Well, unless you're an Arduino design developer, but if it, it, you know that's fine. That's that's evolution of the technological space. Better. That's it. The, the iPad killed
1: the any... Lumia. So, yeah. yeah, very
3: true. The iPhone killed every other phone. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <laughs> and then was born phoenix-like. Indeed so. All
0: right, let's move on, Sam. I don't know where you want to go next, so you can choose.
1: Oh,
3: well, I'll okay. Just that's
0: say the word iPhone. So.
1: <laughs> let's let's go back to the beginning of this and go from then just go on from there. So that brings us up to the making musical apps. So yeah, we were just talking about the iPhone and there's also the Android, and these things can have real-time audio synthesis written for them. There you go. How's that for wrapping up the subtitle?
0: That's nice. That's pretty cool. And this is a book that's now just out, or. Yep, yep. Um, oh, it released February 2012.
1: 2012. I spotted this somewhere over that I haven't credited because we've linked straight to the O'Reilly website. And, yeah, it's a book about using pure data and PdLib and other such things for making apps. Cool.
3: <laughs> for Android and iOS devices. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, it, it's, you know, it looks like your usual O'Reilly book, probably pretty well done, pretty well covered. Has a beautiful cover. I really like the covers and the design of a lot of books, but I say this because I haven't looked on the inside of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, if on the on the page there is a table of contents listed, but not not much else.
3: No, yeah. but you know, from what little I know about programming for iOS, etc., apps, it it appears to cover all the things you need to do for the basics.
0: Yep, we could see if what we can more? get the guy on the show. Is uh, the is uh, Peter Brinkman? So we could let's. Yeah, let's Invite him to come on the show. Maybe he'll turn up. Yeah, that'd maybe be fun. I'm,
3: I'm wondering: is this the first book specifically dealing with this out? Because there's probably quite a big marketplace for people wanting to go directly to this thing. No. Yes. Maybe? Um, maybe. Well,
1: I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to comment on whether something is
0: the first of something or not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm not aware. I. I would like to think that we would have noticed another book of this sort being made. So maybe, agree. maybe not. But you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe we have missed it. Shall we head on? Yeah. Okay. Even hmm. more open hardware and hackable stuff. This is the
1: MeBlip second edition. Um, awesome. So, MeBlip is a MIDI controllable synth that's based on open hardware, open source hardware. And they've, it's now in its second edition. It's had some interface changes and some firmware changes. You can now save presets on it. I thought it was quite funny that that wasn't there the first time. Well, I yeah, the way that it's written up is amusing that they've decided to add that in from community saying we need presets. So yeah, it's that's there. Pretty
0: cool. Yeah. That's right. cool. I like the way it's available in two, two ways. You can have it in the uh, quick build. So you just need a screwdriver and screw it together, or to build everything, in which case you can get your soldering iron out and start building it from scratch. Yeah.
3: I wonder, is this... Uh, given? Uh, I forget what the price of the original Meeblip was, but I, I seem to remember it being considerably more expensive than this, so I could be totally wrong about that. But given the $39 price on this, it, I wonder, are they gunning for the Arduino... Not Arduino. The monotron-type market?
1: Uh, I think I think you may have misread that. I think it's 139
3: Oh, really? No, the Mi Blip is available immediately with prices starting at $39. Ah, oh, okay. And maybe that's one of the ones you have to put together. Yourself. No,
0: I, I think that's a typo. Because every the, I can't see which line you're reading, but...
3: Oh, I see the line you're reading now. Yes, there is a one that's not in the other one. And the Build It Yourself <laughs> version is $119. Oh, okay, no, no, there's a thing. 39 The 95 Mi the micro Kit microkit for hackers. So it gets rid of all the knobs and switches. You just get the board.
0: Oh, Full
3: ah. cool board and components. Uh, yeah, that's it. Nothing. You just get the board. That's cool. I I think I, I'd like to jump in here and just
0: say that if you're not sure how much it costs, then you should go to the site and have a look yourself. Yes. Because <laughs> we're just checking a site. So, you know, I don't want to,
3: you know. So can you. Yeah.
0: No, but that's good. You're, yep, you're absolutely right. And the, there is a...
1: $39 option that gets you there. And it's open hardware. I mean, theoretically, you could kind of go and buy all the components and Yeah, the, the, it the code, yourself schematics
0: is. and design and more are actually on GitHub. Sweet. Which is pretty cool. I like that. That's a... Fork them. Fork, yeah. Shall go, we move on walking. to it? <laughs> Sorry,
3: <Matt. laughs> Shall oh, we that. move on to the uh, accordion. Okay, so I'm very excited about this.
1: I've now I can't find them now. I've when I added this to the show notes, I remember seeing development videos and things of this product where they were kind of prototyping it. And now I can't find them, um, which maybe they've removed them, hidden them. I don't know, but it's now available to buy um, for um, what's that 5,000 Polish? Um, let's, hang on, let's change the it's about a thousand pounds, but it's very so I'm not quite sure what market they're aiming this at, but it's you Huda, so it's. 12-sided 3D objects and each face of the object has a distance sensor so you suspend this thing in the air move your hands around it and you've got 12 controllers for
0: presence and proximity that's pretty cool and I see that's a um, there's an open license on that as well yep so it's a you can DIY it yourself as well if you want to that's
1: but it's the, it's. I think it's non-commercial, isn't it? It's the Creative Commons by ShareAlike, non-commercial. Is that right? I think so.
0: Yeah. Nice, uh, it, yeah. Well, this really is an open, like a an yeah. open hardware show, isn't it? Wow, that's quite a.
3: We have a definite theme on this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. I, I kind of like that. Well, that ties in think... really nicely with yeah. When we get later on, actually, that's cool. <laughs> All right, the... okay. if, uh, if Charlie wasn't
3: here. We, we could urge him to use some uh, some open source goodness or his uh, some open hardware goodness in his show for like an extra hundred pounds or something. But yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to make a link here. Well, we're going to break. We're going to break the scene
1: now. Actually, if we're going to if we're ready to move on, and there's okay. two plugins. There's two plugins, and one of them claims to be effortless, while the other one claims to be revolutionary. Mm. Um, I think I <laughs> it's perhaps it's perhaps unfair to compare the two, um, but they were both new this week and. that that aspect of both of them jumped out at me so we'll go with the effortless character comp not chomp comp this is um, the dc1a compressor um which is a free download and it has two knobs on its graphical
0: user interface for input and output it's a note yeah (laughs) yeah that's you know always nice to have a good compressor
1: so yeah. yeah awesome I haven't tried it out. I guess I could have done it. It's free. Um, <laughs> but it reminded me of the the, um, the microlimiter. I think that's what it's called, the microlimiter. Yeah. Limiter. That's only got two controls as well. Oh, no, it has got three. But yeah, it's the same kind of idea where it's, you know, you turn up the input knob and it changes what the compression parameters are as it goes. Ah, I'm guessing yeah. that's the kind of thing that's happening. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that's true, isn't it? You know, yeah. It looks cool. It's a kind of nice sort of design. Very simple to use. So, yeah, why not? I'm sure it's got some, it's got some great sounds in it. How about our next plug So the
1: next one is the um, Neo Mastering Q. There you go. Wow. It's, it's a new concept in mastering EQ. Okay.
3: Um, My brain is too small to understand what this could possibly mean. Well,
1: yeah. The uh, the font is too small on their thing to... Um, <laughs> no. um <laughs> he, um. I'm sure this is absolutely wonderful, I just couldn't quite get my head around the language they were using to describe it.
3: Is that because it's, it's so crazy, the new and modern, that it's, they're just not explaining it very well? Maybe. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm hurriedly ploughing through it at the moment.
1: Well, if you if you get, I don't want to be the, I think I'm already being over cynical on this. It does sound like really quite interesting what they're doing with it in terms of DSP. So they're using algorithms as it plays through to adjust parameters. So that okay. instead of just setting an EQ and it being stable, it does pitch analysis and then your EQ will move with the pitch content. Or something like that.
3: I, I, I can see that being really potentially very, very useful. I can also see places where that could be really annoying if you're expecting another kind of behavior. But like anything else, I guess if you get used to this behavior and have specific uses for it, this could be really cool.
1: Yeah, and I think like the idea, like they're calling it dynamic EQ, and th- I think the idea is that because it's moving around with it, you get more you get more gain for less, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, well, uh, correct
3: me if I'm wrong, but surely the, part of the point of having these kind of mastering EQs is to take out global global problems, like an amp that has a resonant frequency at 500 hertz that is booming like crazy, and you need to cut that out. What you don't need there is your EQ following your bass notes around and missing out on that one hole.
0: But isn't the isn't the issue they're they're trying to approach here is the idea that you set you, you know, if a kind of parametric EQ, you would have to set it at a center and center frequency. And then you might have to, you know, really widen the bandwidth or something to get all the right. frequencies you want. Whereas this system, it's suggesting that it will actually be able to move that center frequency point in by doing some pitch analysis. So in actual yes. fact, when you say I want to cut the frequency from here, it actually evenly cuts the frequency from that range rather than having to deal with the whole kind of bandwidth. Yeah, you know, no, I, kind of I see what you're saying.
3: Off. I can see that there are definitely places where this has real advantages over your traditional um, EQ units and mastering units.
0: Because there are there are some circumstances, aren't there, where you you know I, I've done it before where I've ended up using two stages of EQ, you know, very closely set together, just to try and smooth off the gap between the yeah. center point. You know, that kind of. That blip back up sort of thing, and it's it's never ideal being able to do that. So I can kind of see where in this sort of situation it might be nice to just be able to pull out some sort of component or something like that.
3: Yeah, know I think you're probably right. That's my
0: suggestion. Obviously, I haven't looked at I haven't looked at this one here, so I'm just kind of suggesting ideas.
3: On a completely separate point, um, if I scroll down to the bottom of the, uh, the that website. And they've got some really, really crazy, nice interfaces down at the bottom. By nice, I, m- I mainly mean crazy, but I, I like a crazy interface.
0: Yeah, no, that, there's some still co- cool stuff in there, isn't there? Actually.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Shall
0: we? Shall we move on?
2: Yeah. We're
3: moving far on now. We're we're moving out of the country. We're moving into the realm of fantasy here. Ooh. <laughs> or at least we are, if we're going where I think we're going. Um, is this so, Scott? I, Scott, did you, have, um, Scott Stewart That would
0: be. Um, did you add this to the list today? The the impulse responses of pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. I, now it popped up in my feed as something, but I'm I'm fairly sure it's been around for a while actually. But it popped up as new, so maybe I just spotted it somewhere. But um, Altaverb have an impulse response for the King's Chamber in one of the in the Great Pyramid of Giza.
3: This actually wow. popped up uh, last time we were looking at impulse responses. I forget where it was, but this did pop up on the list of them, but I remember we couldn't find it. But yeah. now, here it is. I,
0: I think we had a list of all of them and found that one and thought it was cool, but couldn't find it. And yeah. it's now actually appeared. So maybe we found something early and we, you know what I mean? There we go. Yep. But there's like a making of video and a kind of background video. And there's, <laughs> I, I thought it was some really cool information. It turns out that the entire place has a. A kind of musical resonance around four hundred and thirty-two hertz. Hang on a minute! Didn't we talk, Didn't that frequency go up when we did show four forty and the forty-four thing?
1: Oh let's, yeah. Let's not oh, go there. God, no!
3: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: So I thought that was kind of fun. So that is cool. kind of fun. I, I wanted to put it in there. So that, that's I'm cool. You did.
3: with
0: you. The, the serious part of the story is obviously the fact there is a new impulse response available for Altiverb. That's the actual. That's the actual news element of this, out of Verb 7.
3: No, I would li- I'd like to try this. This sounds really cool. Awesome. I mean, you know, it's a reverb. <laughs> I also really like the idea that I could have them on my reverb list, moving from the standard hall and dark chamber to tomb. Yeah. Tomb is something I've not yet seen on my reverb list.
1: King's chamber.
3: Mm. Mm. Awesome stuff. Maybe I'll do an album based on this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, did you see in the week in the news this week, I forget who it was, a professor somewhere in the UK is uh doing recordings of Venetian um royal music using impulse responses from the big royal halls of Venice. So to make this music sound like it would have sounded back in Venetian times, allegedly.
1: Uh, people people love this kind of thing, don't they?
3: Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah they do.
0: Yeah, they
1: do. Yeah.
3: So shall we um shall we move on? Shall we plunder? Now that we're moving from a a, a royal pharaoh's tomb, on to, does that take us to plunder?
0: No, it doesn't. So no,
3: no. I oh, know we, oh, we
0: have a new section, of course. We have a new <laughs> section. This is our feedback section.
3: Oh yes, awesome. sorry, my bad.
0: I, I re- I've been thinking all day about how fun it would be to record some sort of like feedback thing, and I had all these great ideas, but um I've got builders on my house at the moment, and they didn't stop banging until I ran out of time, so. Um it hasn't wow. happened. But the point of the feedback section is um well to say hello to Richie Kangler. Singler. Singler Kindler? friends, probably better. Singler. Um who emailed yeah. the show. Um so hello. Um he, he, he well, m- mainly asked us to keep covering floss. Uh, Floss software so I hope he's enjoyed uh, today's open hardware special which it wasn't meant to be <laughs> but it's turned out to be um, and, and he requested that we try hard to find someone to cover the Super Collider Symposium which we are working very hard at and we may even have found somebody who will be able to provide us some coverage for, for the show. Oh that's, so that's that is cool.
3: exciting, excellent.
0: And from, from, a, from, a, well, from a personal note I thought it was cool, he's actually from Australia as well so it's kind of neat that we have a, you know, a, an international listening audience I think that's pretty
3: awesome and if he's listening now, I hope he's having a good breakfast.
0: <laughs> he, he, I, one presumes he'll listen at some point, so that, that'd be <laughs> ace if he's just choked on, well, not choked on his breakfast in a horrible way, but, you know, I'd be like, oh, that's me. That's nice. You know, that's a, yeah.
1: He's probably just annoyed that we said his name wrong, because we said it twice, so one of them was bound to be wrong.
0: Yes, yep. <laughs> It was probably mine that was wrong. It'd be great if like, we've got it wrong twice, though. He'll be like, you've said it wrong! How dare twice.
3: you! Twice! I'm just going to go with calling him Richie C and hope that Richie is the correct pronunciation. That's awesome yep. stuff. I'm I'm Are just you?
0: dreading that I maybe put the wrong name in now, actually. Nah. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't. I copied it out, but, you know, I'm just thinking that'd be kind of funny if I have done that. So that's yeah. kind of awesome. So if you're listening to the show, we'd love to hear from you. Um, And that uh, at wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk, you can find all of our contact details. So you can you uh, you know, you can say hi to us. If, well, if you send us an email, we'll almost certainly read it out because then we can reply back to you asking to make sure it's okay for us to do so, which is cool. But if you tweet us or something like that, we'll try and respond in a sensible way as well. That's kind of cool. It's <laughs> nice to hear from people. I, I thought it was ace. It really made my day. I was like, that's awesome. We have a.
3: That is cool. An international I would like to hear people who uh, are getting their concerns in too. Yeah, that, that. it's good to know we have a, a base out there.
0: <laughs> that, that's definitely true. Um, I tell you what, I'm going to add one extra bit in here before we hit the plunder, guys. I hope you don't mind. But um, today, uh, while I was playing on the wiki, I added in a flatter button, which uh, a couple of people mentioned to me in passing while we were at the uh, M4U conference. Um, and so it's not like that. So we now have a flatter button on the side of the site. So if you really enjoy the show and you want to tip myself and Scott and Sam, then you know what I mean. Feel free to press the button. That would be very nice.
3: Yeah, maybe we'll buy a Raspberry Pi with it. Maybe we'll buy a Raspberry Pi. You
0: know, when I was hearing about Charlie talking about his thing, a bit of me's like, maybe we should like offer a live audio podcast somewhere and see what happens because that might just be well, fun.
1: We've been we've joked about this for a couple of weeks now, but like, but we were starting at twenty k, weren't we? Maybe we should bring that down a bit. And...
0: <laughs> I I think we need
1: it's to be a little down, bit more careful.
3: To...
0: Hey. hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: i'm gonna get another like dmc takedown oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. anyway anyway <laughs> so we should do perhaps um i guess to make everybody we should do the plunder in a minute really should we do the plunder yeah let's, yep. let's okay. do the plunder and then let's tidy up the show notes so first uh, right. part of the plunder i put in here the haskell school of music Oh no, Haskell, school of music, uh, from signals to symphonies. Is they, um... So
1: this is um, it links directly to the PDF, which comes out. And I guess this is a book again. It's another programming book in a, in a way, but but it's open. It's freely available, and yeah, I it's I have I flicked through it. I've read a few some bits. It's got some really good one-liners. I but I didn't prepare any of them, so <laughs> I can't read any right now.
3: So basically, this is a book about how to program music using the Haskell computer language. Yes. Yes. Yeah? Cool. Awesome.
0: there we go, cool and our second item of plunder um,
1: is more open hardware stuff but it's not particularly new, I saw this linked and I'm now attempting to open it again oh it's working, we both, we all had um, database errors throwing earlier but now it's loading, so this is an Arduino shield Um, and so you plug it through your Arduino and it has a little 6x6 pin matrix like a physical holes that you put your know, bits of wire in to connect one to another and these become virtual connections within a pd or max msp patch cool so and it also has um six rotary controllers as well so it's a Sweet. hardware interface to the patching environment
3: awesome there stuff what was the what's the output jack on it i'm not going to run the video right now Is that... um that's probably It looks like usb actually.
0: It does the USB, yeah. Oh, it is yeah. USB. That's a USB connection going into it there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can say that with uh, certainty. Uh,
3: can I rewind for two seconds onto the Haskell uh-huh. bit? If you want to. Yeah. Only just to ask that, are, do you know? Does like, do does Max have a have a Haskell object or anything like that? Is, is Haskell something that can plug in easily to other MS, uh, DSP environments? Does anyone know?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's a question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I don't suspect. I don't think there's an object inside Max for it. But having said that, I'm almost certainly now wrong. So that's nice.
3: Mm. No, that's cool. I just thought I'd ask. I'm unaware of it. No, fair
0: enough. No, it's a good question to have.
3: Cool. Okay. Cool. That takes us to to the end of our plunder. Plunder. So um, I I just thought
0: just upon the end of the recording, we've been we're probably going to take an Easter break at some point. So, um, but I think we're going to be around for a couple more weeks. Yeah, yeah. a couple more
1: weeks. Yeah. Well,
0: we're going to be around for a couple more weeks. We've kind of partially discussed this. And um, we have a, we have at least one more interview this season lined up. So I'm, I'm going to be making that hopefully this week. Um, that won't be live. That will just be put into the feed. And I suspect we'll probably try and get to the end of March before we take a break over for the Easter break. So that, sh- that should be kind of fun. Um, don't forget if you want to get in contact with us in any way then uh, wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk and all of our contact details are all there all of our past shows are there we're slowly tagging through everything so that's kind of cool if there's something you want us to talk about or that we've missed or you want to complain about something then feel free to contact us through any of those methods and we will uh, strive to satisfy you in that (laughs) sort of way I'd I'd like to try and commit us guys if that's okay that for the last show of this season we will have somehow quantified What it takes to get a live show recorded in your own home. And then we can try and do that as a summer thing for fun.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Yep. And in in terms of expanding things, because it's always going to make them ridiculous, I think we could have like some sort of mini barbecue alongside, you know, alongside this live show. I think that'd be a fun way to do it. If it's (laughs) going to be in the summer, you know, this is awesome. That that has an additional payment though. I'm saying we'll work out what those monies, those sums are going to be. That's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Okay. Excellent. So uh, what was this anyway? This was the Show 49, Charlie, Charlie Chomp. Chomp of the audio oh, podcast. Uh, I think <sighs> we've been rather... Th- oh, it's been a very fun. I've enjoyed today's show. For those people who like him a little bit more formal, I'm sorry. This hasn't been one of those. Um, I've been Scott here. I've been Scott McLaughlin.
1: I'm Samuel Freeman.
0: Bye. Bye.